Transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. This is a matinee edition. Uh, 31. <laughs> 30. 31. <laughs> this is a good thing. If you, if you count the botched take we just had a moment ago, well, uh, this is episode 31. This is episode 30 of matinee edition. Oh, man. Welcome, welcome dear listener. We got a handful of random shit to talk about, as always. Why? Because that's just kind of, you know, what we do. We're sort of in a <laughs> weird lack of news spurt yeah. right now. Like, uh, some things have, like... Like end like all the seasons are out, some things are ending. Yeah. Like there's not really a lot of like stuff to look forward to at the moment. And I say that with Birds of Prey coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say something good released recently. What? The Witcher. Oh shit. I finished that. Yeah. Uh I've heard it's dope. I've heard it's dope. It's it's fucking sick. Yeah. I, I will say I saw something about it. Um it's being pigeonholed into this comparison that like most fan- dark fantasy stuff is getting put into now. It's being compared to Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, everything's everything's compared to Game of Thrones right now. It shouldn't be. And everything's trying to like like fill that void. And I've heard it fills the void, but it's different enough. Yeah, and I've watched the first episode. I haven't yeah. watched like the whole thing yet. Uh, my homie Joe, she did, and she was saying, yeah, like uh, she actually told me that Henry Cavill, Cavill, however you want to say his Whatever. last name, Superman, yeah. post Superman, uh, he actually is a fencer. Oh did seriously? You know did you know that? Yeah. So well, that makes a lot of sense yeah. because some of the um, specifically that fight scene at the end of the first episode, fucking dope. Smooth. Yeah, it looks really that fucking awesome. Rarely in recent history, excluding like Star Wars, have we seen really fucking good sword fight sequences. Fair enough. Yeah. That was on the money. Yeah, and uh, at least for somebody who's just watched the first episode, I feel like. Uh, I'm definitely like looking forward to seeing what what the fuck else yeah. comes from that goddamn show. So yeah, it's very it's very very interesting, and the show left me wanting more. Yeah, and it's it's far from a perfect thing. I've seen it like people have been tearing this show a new one for like no reason. Like w- like over what? I don't you know? know. Just like, bullshit. Like little fucking like what like like how bad? Like like Star like Last Jedi. Like really? Last Jedi. Jesus. Like I saw an article posted. The Witcher is one of the worst shows to come out in recent history. Here's why you shouldn't watch it. And I read it and I was like, this is horse shit. I've heard like, nothing but good things from people exactly. who have actually watched it. <laughs> I know. I was like, so I did hear that Rotten Tomatoes is getting a lot of shit right now because what for their reviewing of The Witcher, they get, made the reviewers watch episode one and then skip to five. What? Yeah. So I, they didn't... That doesn't make any sense. They, I guess it's like a... Like, a lot of the show is like sort of serialized. Okay. Like, I know you haven't you haven't watched the first it's episode. episode. It's not spoilers or anything yeah. to say that there is an overarching narrative, but it's sort of like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the early days okay. where it's like a monster of the week type deal. Fair enough, like, yeah. And the classic format. The classic like, format. It, it works for shows that are first developing too. A lot, yeah, a lot of times. it advances the overall plot, but then only in the second half of the season or like the last couple episodes do the events directly link together and okay. make something. I won't. I won't say cohesive because it is very cohesive, but only towards the end does it actively bring forward the same plot line. Okay. Fair so. Enough. 
Like, it's really like a Monster of the Week type deal. And if you go in expecting like a Daredevil style, like, 10 hour movie, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the fact okay. of it. Well, and I mean, I, I don't feel like. <sighs> I don't know. I try to always go into things with like as little expectation anyway, just so I can like take it in for what it is. Yeah, and, honestly, you know. it's closest to, like in overall function to the Mandalorian. Like Fair enough. something okay. that we both yeah, yeah. just finished. Yeah. Like it is every week is slightly detached, but then like first couple episodes, last couple episodes. Are kind really of, advancing the same plot yeah, line. Kind of ties up like the overall. Plot. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. It's like not everything is directly related, but it's connected enough, and it furthers the characters. Hell yeah, in, a, in interesting ways. Yeah, they. I mean that. Then they're already cranking out season two for that motherfucker. For Mandalorian. For Mandalorian and, and, and the Witcher. Witcher. Yeah. Yeah. For both. I will say, like the like ending that first season of The Witcher, I was like, fuck, they can't get us to season two fast enough. Fair. Okay. Like I'm. Like dying to get a second season. Netflix was banking on it, dude. I read that. I read that The Witcher became like this, either like the first or the second most like popular thing on Netflix. Like yeah, like, hot after it dropped. Like I wouldn't was, be surprised if it like yeah. second because Stranger Things is gonna fucking. I think yeah, Stranger, Stranger Things, Things is keep reigning supreme. The Mandalorian, overall for streaming, fucking took it. Yeah. When it comes to uh, TV shows. Yeah, The Mandalorian just fucking. Well, I mean, as soon as it dropped, it had so many factors that people wanted to oh, yeah. like, eat up. It had, you know, cute-ass Baby Yoda. It had, uh, but <laughs> I will say the most effective thing about The Mandalorian, mm -hmm. Baby Yoda wasn't in any of the marketing. No, yeah. Well, that was, <laughs> people were saying this all fucking Christmas season or holiday season. Yeah. Right. Uh, they were saying, like, like Disney really fucked up for not getting any like, they were toys ready. out there on that shit. They, they were, I don't think they were expecting everything to be as like, yeah. fucking... Like, like as popular and as ready to go. Yeah. As the, I don't know. Anyway, they've the Mandalorian wrapped up really fucking well though. Yeah, it was. Like, it was I good. I finally finished that shit. And it was fucking tasty. Yeah, I mean we can move on from The Witcher because you haven't seen much of it. I mean, like my my initial take is definitely watch it. It's, yeah, it's worth your time. Well, I'm definitely yeah, I'm definitely gonna dive into it. It's uh <laughs> definitely the best video game related property to come out. Well, and that's what I was gonna ask is like because you know we had that whole fucking conversation about. Like bullshit video game pro like properties that just didn't work out. <coughs> fucking like, choking on coffee over here, <laughs> goddamn. And like, uh, but like, so I mean, do you, in your opinion, do you do you think it works out though? Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, like, rarely has a video game <clears throat> anything been fine. Like yeah. the like they've been mediocre at best. Like that Tomb Raider movie that came out a few years what back. About that, what about the Need for Speed movie? That was. Okay, that was okay, but like Need for Speed is so broad. It was such, it was so bizarre that they tried to make a Need for Speed. Did you watch it? No, I just so thought it was strange. The, it was the strange only, video game. That's true. The only thing, the only two things that really I enjoyed about that yeah. was that all the stunts were practical, and they fucking melt that in their marketing. Uh, I, and I mean, that they, was I the, would too. That was the highlight of that movie. Yeah, just the crazy shit they were doing with cars, and Aaron Paul was like, he was in it. He was like that was Jesse Pinkman's. He, was he, he drove Pinkman's from the, he drove there, from the end of the Breaking Bad finale into Need for Speed, <laughs> and then after Need for Speed, he drove to El Camino. Shit. <laughs> he, um. Uh, but we, what about like what about that Tomb Raider? You, uh, it was fine. Like uh, it was it was all good. I never saw. I don't think I ever saw it. If it's one of those movies that like I think I saw it after it had been in theaters for like a month, and my girlfriend wanted yeah. to go watch it. I played the first Tomb Raider game. I think this is the difference. The Tomb Raider games are always kind of cool. Man. They're always, they're like, that game is fucking dude. gold. Yeah. And, like, the, 
and it had a lot of popularity. They actually released the first two games for free if you have an Xbox Live membership. Oh, nice. Right, like, a few months before the movie came out. So it was pretty fresh in everyone's mind. Oh, yeah. The, um, my, like, and this is sort of where the the things change for me. It's like, Need for Speed is so fucking broad. Mm-hmm. You can just put a Need for Speed stamp on anything with cars. Well, and that's why I thought it was so strange that they chose it. I was like, yeah. I was like, it doesn't make... It doesn't make any sense because it's just such a broad title. You're just yeah. talking about like a movie where people are street racing, basically. Yeah, like, much. I mean, like you can put it on a Fast and Furious movie. You, you really, yeah. And that's that's why I just I was just like that seems like an odd choice to try yeah. to build uh, it's, off of. But it's fucking like weird. At the same time, that movie is like perfectly fine. Yeah, in about every way. It'd be like somebody making like a, a Madden football movie. Yeah, like, like where it's just. <laughs> like, I feel like I don't understand. I feel like Need for Speed could have been the first like. Fast and Furious spinoff before Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> I would, I mean, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they fucking rolled it in later. Like, they it's just, one of those things. Just, yeah. Like, Aaron Paul shows up as whatever the fuck Mustang. Aaron movie. Paul should show up in the fucking Fast and Furious movies. He was in that. Uh, he was in that uh, CIA movie with The Rock mm-hmm. and Kevin Hart. Oh shit! Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do. Like, uh, oh, where the, where the wasn't, that, wasn't that where The Rock and Kevin Hart fell in love? What are you talking about? Uh, that's the where they like <laughs> as a friend, as friends, right? That's where they like. Oh yeah, yeah, I was just yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> they, they <laughs> that's what, on set. That's where they fell in love for they, the first um, time. Yeah, something like that. They, um, I think it was like the first movie they but did together. I think it was the first movie they did together, and that's how they became. That's they, they, they became, became bros. <laughs> they showed up in Hobbs and Shots. Together. They have the, they have this like weird legendary uh, bromance now, which is great. It's awesome. It's very entertaining. They make good movies together. They do. Like the Jumanji movies are fine. They're trying to the Kevin Hart's still like on the press tour for Jumanji. He was yeah, like yeah. trying to like get Dwayne Johnson to to commit to like squeezing him into the Black Adam movie basically <laughs> please he's like do it there's gotta be a, there will be a role for me <laughs> yeah so like Need for Speed is so fucking broad but then like Tomb Raider it's very narratively based game yeah and you're, well, and it's you're, very focused on its characters yeah like it's yeah the gameplay's a blast but you're there not just because it's fun to play but because there's sometimes an interesting story behind it fair my gripe with the Tomb Raider game is I was fresh off of playing it again mm-hmm. and you can watch that film and there's comparison comparisons between in-game cutscenes and YouTube and like the movie itself on YouTube they're shot for shot yeah like that movie is nearly the same as if you went on YouTube and clicked the so play cool. all the cutscenes without any of the gameplay in between wild That's it's cool. fucking wild to me yeah. with some slight changes to the, o- to the overall plot. Like, the ending is slightly different, but yeah. it still sort of works to the same effect. Call it what it, call it, what it is, but... Call, uh, like, it was fine. But yeah. The Witcher is great because it has this broader format that sort of is tailored really well to the open-world style of gaming. Yeah. Where okay. there's a ton of these, like, condensed pockets of storytelling mm. that can eventually be brought together to make something awesome. Fair enough. And it doesn't directly tell a story... That relates to the games. To my knowledge, it's actually a prequel to the games. Oh, interesting. So, and like, yeah. I'm don't quote me on that. Yeah, but like, for the <laughs> most part, it doesn't do anything. Like, the characters are related in the same way that they are in the game mm-hmm. and in the books. But the overall stories it tells are different from anything we've seen before. Yeah, well, and that's that's kind of cool because it is again like which is like a it's like an open world game, and so. It seems like 
that would make sense for you could get away yeah. with that for a series because you, as long as you have some of those central characters, yeah, you could tell whatever story you wanted in you that wanted world, right? Look like, at um, look at like what made fucking GTA successful. Hmm. There's so much shit you can do in that. Yeah, like I mean, like <laughs> I replayed the uh, story mode of GTA Five. Yeah, like one like one minute. I'm in a fucking heist carrying a submarine from a cargo bo- from like a cargo helicopter, getting chased by like a by the Blackwater military group. Next thing, there's an angry like middle-aged woman who's obsessed with working out that you can like have bike races against while she yells at you and calls you a cause you misogynist well and that's like, like yeah exactly like there's just like such a variety it's just like there's endless amounts of possibility and fun to it's be what, had it's what makes stories worlds, to be had it's what makes worlds like harry potter yeah like um, the Mar- mcu mm-hmm. and like star wars mm-hmm. and lord of the rings it's these vast worlds that like each corner has something different yeah. going on but it all works well and that was going to be my my point with uh with bringing up star wars was yeah that, was that like with star wars it's kind of that same thing. Like last week, we kind of talked about how it's finally gotten to this big, expansive realm where there's so many characters, there's so many possibilities of shit out there in the yeah. universe, basically. And then now that they're that, wrapping like, it up, they just fucking go for it. Well, yeah, and like so, so you can like really just kind of pull and like bring whatever characters to the forefront and create these like brand new stories. And that's kind of what like like The Witcher can do in yeah. their in their realm if. Like they ha- if they establish the right characters exactly. early on, I think exactly, uh, and I feel like they've they've set themselves up for success with the first season. Cool, man. yeah, that's fucking dope. I, I can't like wait to fin- I can't wait to finish it. I know I know it's gonna be one of those shows I'm gonna binge through once I wanna once I start watching it. it that's it's one of the reasons I haven't yet. It's eight episodes. <laughs> yeah, this is the first Netflix show that I've watched in a long time where I've been like, that's eh, eight. They, they probably could have done like ten with this one. Fair enough. Like so sometimes, like sometimes eight seems just enough for a Netflix show. <laughs> well, I feel like for a show like Iron Fist, like the eight episode second season was so much better. Yeah. Because they did the whole like they it, did the whole like eight hour movie deal where fair, it was like yeah, yeah. one hero, one villain, but with the Witcher structuring, it was like, oh, here's your characters, their d- relationship is developing, but there's a different thing every episode. Each episode is an hour, so they're long episodes. Nice. But uh, I, like I spent I spent my fucking New Year's Eve, just got pizza with my girlfriend, and then sat and watched the rest of The Witcher. Fuck yeah! The last four episodes of it, and we ended like eleven fifty five, and we just we're like, hey, happy New Year, hey! There you go. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, that's fucking interesting. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it. Uh, yeah, and I feel like bringing us into the Mandalorian. Yeah, like The Witcher as well is sort of in this position. It's like. The MCU circa the beginning, uh, like, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Like, where it's like, oh, okay, now they can really fucking go. I think Star Wars is there, too. And The yeah. Mandalorian is that. The Mandalorian is, is that... Yeah, I agree with you. The Mandalorian's like that property that's finally going to launch the expanse of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. The proper expansion. Uh, like, like Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. did. Everything in the MCU had been this, like, Earth-based, relatively yeah. grounded shit. I mean, like, excluding Thor... Like fair, but even Thor felt grounded in a way because they like, tried their best to like root it in some kind of science, yeah, and at least justify it in that world. Mm-hmm. But then Guards of the Galaxy was like pop color, Jack Kirby, 
Exactly. There's a fucking tree. There's a raccoon. Like they really nailed like the outlandishness that yeah. that, that you need to bring to screen with and, like that kind of shit. Because the comics, like, if you do, dude, like you go flip through those comics, like that one of the things that like catches your attention is the fact that they just pop off the fucking page, yeah. man. And like once that you movie once, did that exactly. Like, once it caught your attention, you're like you can be like, oh, I can I I can follow this storyline because yeah. it's actually a tangible storyline. It's actually fun. good. And like, there's like jokes and there's clever writing in there. A, you know what I mean? There's a barrier. Like, there's a barrier of entry, but when people get past yeah. that, they fucking love it. It was almost like, every time. It was it was a good a finely good translation to like of a comic book. Like a real movie, comic you know booky I mean? shit. It's, it's cool. It was cool as fuck. But yeah, the, the Mandalorian can definitely do that. Fine. While with, while it's not like as bright shit. and like colorful no. as Guardians, it serves the same purpose of being like this is a totally different tonality than yeah. anything in this world before, and definitely it's sort of proving that they can do whatever the fuck they want. Well, and arguably Star Wars didn't have doesn't have a bright fucking like you know it doesn't have like that same kind of like curvy tonality it that's doesn't like, it that, like, could prop- it, it could after watching Mandalorian I'd be down for like a it could, bat but, shit crazy but like giving it a little I feel like it, it, it deserves a little weight like, it, cheapen, like, I think it cheapens it a I, bit I think I think some proper I, I feel like there could be stories told yeah, yeah. that would be like that could be that the, I think more so the galaxy style. After, like, you know, yeah. in, in, you know what I'm saying. But after like, watching, after watching the Mandalorian, it's like, it's a western. It's, it's a spaghetti western. Yeah. Well, and, and and it's it's definitely like I mean the way they set up this like the the ongoing you know, or the upcoming next season, which spoilers, uh, which yeah spoilers, which okay. By the way, next season got announced for fall 2020. Fuck. So, yeah. That's a fast turnaround. Yeah. Well, they they know people want it, man. Like, people, yeah. Like, people are greedy people are for that stuff. Well, um, this is actually just sort of business stuff behind it. No wonder they're cranking that shit out. Um, yeah. Disney Plus subscribers, after the release of the eighth episode, dropped, like, 20%. Oh, man. It doesn't surprise me. That yeah. was, like, Mandalorian they was have, the biggest hype for me. They moved up everything. Mm. The Mandalorian, Falcon, okay. the Winter Soldier, WandaVision's coming out at the end of twenty twenty now. That's right, they moved dude. it up four months. I did, they know they know that they gotta keep people fucking interested, man. Like, I they like, I will say like I was blown away they were releasing Marvel shit already because like they're it's I don't know why. Like it doesn't make sense to me that they didn't um that they released the Mandalorian as like this big title card, but they had nothing for people to hop to right afterwards. Yeah, that was I think their biggest mistake with wrapping it up this quick. You yeah, know? like if like if they didn't have more, if they didn't have a longer season. Yeah. Then they probably should have had something next for people to like gobble down. You or know just, what I mean? Yeah, just keep hopping from series yeah. to series. That's what I thought was going to happen. That's what I think is going to happen yeah. with the Marvel shows. Oh, totally. Once they start rolling, that's exactly what's going to happen with yeah. the Marvel shows. Yeah, like they're slated. I think they're going to do the weekly releases like the Mandalorian that's did. I, I, I like that because it, it's bit. a different because, allure. Because, because you know, I th- I feel like binging has a, like bin- the whole binge watching thing was like. This crazy development in, yeah. in like how you consume. Television. I think it has a place. It does, but I think it's kind of like nice to be able to some like with certain shows. I guess it's yeah. nice to be able to t- like say like, "Awesome, that was a great episode." Like, I'm gonna take Let's it in on. and spend the rest of the week wondering what the fuck is gonna happen the next week. You know, what I, mean, I mean, and I feel like the Mandalorian is that perfect. It's perfect for that because yeah. of its serialized nature. You get like, this nice, satisfying episode every single time, yeah. and you, but you can still like you, you know you know you're gonna want to watch the next one when it pops up. It's once again that that old fashioned like monster of the week or uh, or like conflict of the week yeah, series versus absolutely. like the ten hour movie. Except like, like I was so fucking satisfied when I shotgun Stranger Things three in one day. Mm. 
Holy shit! That was <laughs> so fun. But that's a but that's a storyline. That is from one like, story. You know, like there, there's yeah one big overall story. And, yeah, and so it's definitely more satisfying. It's a different. It's a different, like, it's a different place. Yeah, I feel like if you were to oh I'm gonna watch one of these episodes a week, you would get a set. You would get satisfaction out of it. Yeah, but there'd be a disconnect with the story. I think. Yeah, you would forget stuff. In my totally. case, I was like. Boom. Let's let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this recap. I already know what's going. On. Yeah, exactly. I know. Which I, at this point for Netflix, if you're if you're going episode to episode, it yeah. starts skipping the recaps. I know. I think it's so great. I'm like they're getting clever, man. They know what's going <laughs> they on. Know what's going I know. On. I know. I'd never like outright shotgunned an ep- like an entire season of a show in one day and just binged it. Yeah. And I realized it. When I got the no- I got the achievement unlocked on my Xbox for watching an entire season of TV in Shit. one day, on my as an Xbox as like a as like a notable achievement for my Microsoft account. That's so funny. <laughs> and, That's so. <laughs> and it brought up like the little diamond, which means that less than five percent of people have it, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like I'm um, like That's people are di- gonna be able to see this. It's a badge of honor, though, man. Uh, <laughs> Is it? Is it? But, um, so Mandalorian. How do you feel about, how do you, like, okay, so, like, it, it had great individual episodes. Absolutely. But the end of the season finally gives you, like, you know, a little, like, more of that, you know, overall story yep. moving forward. And so, you know, it kind of gives you that buildup for the second season. Yeah, totally. Where, and I feel like the second season's gonna be more focused. Yeah. Well, and this is where the spoilers come in. You, yeah, you you learn that his base he's basically tasked if my if I'm understanding the last episode correctly he's tasked with actually finding Baby Yoda's home. Yeah, like like the 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 badass Mandalorian lady like the uh, Smith like I don't know. She was never named. She was never. But named. she was a fucking badass. She was like tearing apart those fucking stormtroopers with like scene, just with like oh. wrenches, right? Yeah, dude, wrenches and a fucking like hammer. There's like one <laughs> shot she like knocks this dude's like, and we're talking the dude had like a stormtrooper and shatters like, shatters the dude's like helmet and jaw all in one like fucking go. It was brutal. Fuck. As, I was like, oh, Disney. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was watching that. I was watching that with Kate, and she's just like, she's like, oh man, is she staying? She's gonna die. And then we get to that scene, and she's like, oh, she's not going to die. I don't think they came out. I don't she's think they were trying okay. to come back. No, they, yeah. they, she killed all those dudes, and they're yeah, like, she's just gonna a, leave them. they're just going to leave her there. <laughs> she threw the dude into, like, the welder, yeah, too. Yeah, it just, like, melted. Like, yeah, it was just, he was gone. Dude. I was like, fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so, so, yeah, so, okay, so you see there are a couple important things from that last episode. One, you see uh, his, the Mando's face, finally. Yeah. Which, I mean, we all knew who was playing him, but... Yeah. but Dude, I can imagine some people that didn't. Oh, yeah. That would have been, like, blowing people's minds, man. That's somebody... Like, I want to... I really hope I run into somebody who's like, Oren! Oh, <laughs> 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 or, uh, the dude from Kingsman 2! And so, like, it was... I mean, that was cool. There was the... There was the whole, like... Like I said, like, the, the, the quest that you will see him on in the second season which is actually ridiculously important and i wonder if if you know the fact that yoda's species has no like name has no set home world has nothing like yeah. if that like if they're gonna actually wrap that up if they're gonna come to like come to some sort of like if they're gonna finally name yoda's species so and this is something season. that just sort of a lot of people might have not caught um um qual mm-hmm. or fucking sad that, that dude died holy shit yeah that 
that was, oh, like, so that was, was a like, tense was scene like, when they're chasing him down. Dude, I thought he was gonna make it. I thought that fucking IG unit was just gonna come busting out. And, like, I know. Blast those but then the IG unit, who's played by Taika Waititi. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, yeah, like his his name was like was like all over that episode because right he directed, well he directed right? the last and episode then, too. And it, was, and it was solid, man. That was like a, that's he's a fucking phenomenal director. I, yeah. I still need to watch Jojo Rabbit. I, but, I do too, but like that that dude's def- that dude's definitely like got his place now. Yeah, like, he um excited to see everything he's in definitely. or directing. But um, yeah, so he played the IG unit, and I, like I said, I thought they were gonna like, he was gonna like save, save Qual. Save I was so fucking minute, sad. I was busted when he when he died. <laughs> um, I I will say I saw a great meme. It was like, uh, dude, you never you didn't even cry watching Titanic. What can get you? And it's just a shot of somebody dropping Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> just Baby Yoda, the shot of Baby Yoda just face down in the dirt. <laughs> or the sand. Dude, my girlfriend started crying. Up. I was just like, shit. I also, the next episode, they're punching him. Oh just... my god, dude, I know. But that was interesting, though, like, that whole scene, besides punching the little baby, like, yeah. what was funny about that scene was that they were actually building the character, like, they were building actual character into the you know random You who the Stormtroopers were? No, I knew that they were going to be somebody. It was um, uh, I mean, Josh Sudeikis. Oh, Jason Sudeikis. Jason, Jason Sudeikis. That was makes one of sense. them. I, and I think the I want to say the other one. Was, it was another SNL guy. Okay. I'd have to look it up, but like that was yeah. That I thought that was so that was kind of fun though. Because yeah. You never get like you never get actual like life out of you know any yeah. troopers. Yeah. I love in Star whenever Wars. we get, like all the little cameos. It's all dudes in stormtroopers like yeah. Daniel Craig in The Force Awakens, Tom oh, Hardy yeah, in uh, Last Jedi. Dude, it's I, it's I. I mean, I would do it. Like, I'd, it'd be so much fun oh, to just yeah. like just be like, "Fuck yeah, dude! Just give me like some guess, armor. I'll, um, I'll be a background." Like, in, uh, for the Force Awakens, it was just shooting on the same set as uh, Spectre. Okay, and just so on a different just, lot. So they're just like, "Yo, Daniel, hey, <laughs> don't put on the suit." He was the one who uh, Ray mind tricked. Oh shit! Oh yeah, and okay. just dropped his blaster yeah, for yeah. her. He was that. Cool. He was that stormtrooper. Well done, Daniel. Adam well done, boy. Daniel Craig. Can't wait to see you. You should have gotten an Oscar for that, or at least yeah. a nod. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see him in a uh, in the next James Bond, but that's yeah, a, yeah. that's a talk for later. Uh, so, but okay, the probably the 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 most important thing about yeah. that the ending of that series was the dark saber. Fuck the introduction you know, of, the, of the actual dark saber, which looked badass. It as looks. Fuck, it looks so good. Way. I was so, like, oh my god. Do you know any of the deal with the dark saber? A little bit. So like, so the dark saber is basically it, whoever we whoever like has the dark saber is basically like the head of the Mandalorian. Yeah. Like they're like it's the, the it's the weapon of the first Mandalorian to become a Jedi. Yeah. And and for a while after like a certain like there was like there was like a certain war that happened between like the Mandalorians yeah. and like the Jedi basically, and. Like after a while, like that saber ended up in the Jedi Temple. Yeah. For like being stored because like they were just like they didn't want it to get back in the hands of a Mandalorian. Oh yeah, because the I think it was in the Old Republic days, like a couple thousand years before the main series mm-hmm. in the Star Wars timeline, the Mandalorian sided with the Sith yeah. in a war against the Jedi and the yeah. Republic. And uh, so, which is just fucking crazy to me. Yeah. Well, and they, and, they mentioned and, it in the um in the Mandalorian. Yeah, dude, and that, that's one of the things I love about it. Like, they're not, they're really not shying away from like making these like bigger chunks of Star Wars history known yeah. through these little like interact like yeah. little mentions or little things. Speaking of series. it, like I guess in the um in the force in the in the Rise of Skywalker. I've heard, I I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, what, there. It? 
the new Sith troopers and all the ships, they're yeah. named after Sith Lords. Yeah. And it canonized a ton of old Sith Lords. That's where that meme like, came from of like, we're like, finally going to see Kiana. <laughs> yeah, well, like Revan, dude. Yeah, dude. That'd be fucking sick. Oh, man. Like, and also, Darth Revan is just an interesting character. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. No, the dark side. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, seriously, like, I mean, they've, they've, they're getting, like, Star Wars as a property, and the people that are like working on writing it getting are, getting, are getting really good at like making it bigger through those little little things. It's like, like what the little, MCU did early, dude. It's like so in smart. Iron Man Two, you can see the little like map that has Wakanda highlighted on it. Yeah, exactly. nobody really exactly. realized it until a few years. And later. everybody was like, "Oh my god, there's such a cool Easter egg!" And then they like fucking develop that shit. Yeah, <laughs> like eventually they got there. Yeah, and. Yeah. It's so Feige. like if I the dark so like the dark saber eventually for those I don't know if you've seen much of the Clone Wars TV show I, I still haven't yet so um I will now that I have Disney Plus so at <laughs> one point there's there's a series of yes absolutely there's a series of episodes where Darth Maul comes back yes and he gets like his weird spider legs but he eventually gets <laughs> normal legs yeah and so him and his brother Savage Opress. Who, what? Uh, yeah, what a weird name. Uh, who actually, the voice actor for Savage. That sounds like a bad prank, like you make somebody do. Like you lose a bet and you have to name your first kid Savage. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same dude who played him as the guy who was like the weird devil alien in The Mandalorian. Oh, in oh yeah, episode. yeah. Same guy. Oh, he's doing the dude. voice acting for Darth Maul's brother. I wonder what species that guy was in that in that episode. Like, I really <sighs> no want to look Satan. that up because yeah, because like exactly like he just looked like Satan, but like <laughs> he was like he was like ridiculously strong and shit. Yeah. But anyway, so um, so Darth Maul and his brother Savage. Savage. <laughs> they, um, Darth Maul pretty much took him in his his apprentice and just went on this tear across a ton of outer rim planets. Shit. Getting as big of an army as possible. And as in an attempt to eventually either sway Palpatine to take him back as an apprentice and abandon yeah. Dooku, or kill Palpatine and take it over himself. Yeah. And but in that series, yeah. he gives his double-sided to Savage, mm -hmm. and he gets one red, and he eventually makes it to Mandalore, conquers the Mandalorians, and they give him the Darksaber. Yeah, and he so becomes this, the Mandalore, basically. Yeah, he becomes the Mandalore, and Darth Maul fights Palpatine with a dark saber and a normal lightsaber, which and is fucking awesome, badass. <laughs> it's so cool. Like, there's some awesome clips of that That's fight. Fucking rad, man. Uh, so, I mean, like, I really hope uh, we're gonna obviously see some of that dark saber action in the Mandalore season oh, yeah. two. Uh, we never. Uh, wait, what? Okay, so that was Moff. What was his name? Moff. Um, it was like Moff Gassis or something. Yeah, some weird. Moff G. Okay. Yeah, Moff, Moff G. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. look this up. We're a credible podcast. We have to know. Uh, uh, but, okay, so he showed up, and he... Okay, so what, one of the things I thought was interesting was the the show kind of takes place after Return of, after the events of Return of the Jedi, post-First yes. like first Order. It was like really seven years up. afterwards. But that dude looked like he had like up-to-date gear... And like all of his troopers looked like they were in fucking clean armor so and the, shit. So, so his, I feel his like troopers, he, the black ones. I feel like he was like kind of like gearing towards first order status. He um so the so the dark troopers yeah they were um they were the same ones that were with Krennic in Rogue One. Oh, I don't shit. know if you caught that. Yeah. So those are like the protectors of the high ranking uh, officers in the Empire. Dang. And also when sense. you looked at his overall silhouette, totally a Mandalorian. 
dude. We were briefly yeah. mentioning this before we recorded, I yeah. think. Well, and he had like a he had like an armor plated chest. Like he had. Yeah. I mean, he looked like he was like. And also, I think they implied that he was like the keeper of the Mandalorian records. Yeah, he's some some sort of like librarian of the records or something like that. And so, like that's how he knew Dijin's name or whatever. Yeah. What? I don't which even way, though, which remember like, his name? Which is like the name of like the Mandalore. Yeah. The Mandalorian in the show. Mando. Which, like, and then also, I wanted to touch on this. They sort of set up that Boba Fett was alive. And also, really, what really a waste subtly. of, I mean, what a waste subtly, of May. Oh my no, god, dude. She's so fucking badass. I was like, they just killed, they kept her around for one she's episode. Alive. She's alive. She has to be. God damn it. But yeah, yeah, they totally, like, they, and, and so, like, there's that, the whole, at the end of that episode, when there's, like, you know, like, Cat Moff walking Gideon. up to May. Moff Gideon. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, like, and you hear, like, the basically, like, spurs or something. Like, which chink, is, chink, and which is the same thing that he made, the same noise he makes in both the original trilogy movies. He's yeah. In, as well as in the eventually added to scene from uh, A New Hope, when he was added to yeah scene uh, on Tatooine. Yeah, uh, so... It's like it was really everybody. I remember that. But it was losing their shit. Everybody was like, "What the fuck, dude? Like that's got to be Boba Fett." <laughs> like, are you, are you? What do you? What do you imagine might happen in that situation? Do you think like I think like Boba Fett helps me, like I don't know, heal up or whatever, and then they like go fuck up, man. They like go after the Mandalorian. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets contracted by um, by. Um, Gideon. Oh shit! And to go after him, that would make because sense. if he's alive, he's the best fucking bounty hunter that ever lives. Yeah, and it's big. It's a big thing that Jango Fett. That's that'd be so like taught him in the ways of the Mandalorian as a kid. Yeah. Well, and that yeah, and that and that's that's another like whole interesting thing it, it is that you learn from this episode is that basically anybody can be a Mandalorian. Yeah. If you take the creed. Yeah, like it's the whole sort of thing. Like they're talking about Baby Yoda, like he's gonna be a Mandalorian. He's a fucking foundling, <laughs> yeah. dude. <laughs> Which I mean, like, that and also so this good. is something that a lot of people might not picked up on. They implied that Baby Yoda is a genetically created creature that he was not born of. They were one, yeah. They well, but they were thinking that because nobody had ever really seen him before. Yeah, but they also mentioned that nobody believed that they believed that Jedi were old sorcerers who could yeah. do shit with their fucking minds. I did like, I, 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 which was like such a fun like thing to hear, but it was like that's not true. Yeah, I did like it that he. Um, <laughs> that's not how the Force works. The uh, <laughs> fools. I, did, I didn't. I did like how he was like. You expect me to go to an alien planet full of evil sorcerers like this? Yeah, dude. Like, and, because like because from his understanding, the Jedi are fucking evil. Because from they, my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Prequel shout out. I have the high ground. The uh, no, I think at some point. Oh yeah, in the episode with Maeve, he goes, "She has the high ground." Oh yeah, dude. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I feel like the Mandalorian. It had like like there were some slow episodes through the middle of it. Specifically, yeah. I'd say the episode with when May showed up. She's gonna be May for whatever the fuck her name was. Yeah. She's May or Mulan for. It was definitely like you're right. There's still like definitely like some filler kind of episodes, but they don't necessarily feel like fillers. They were the satisfying like, enough. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like like they were fine. You know, nothing I feel like, like cra- nothing spectacular. I feel like the highlight but, of those episodes that were disconnected mm-hmm. was the one with. Um, uh, with uh, the one with the devil dude. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they break into the prison ship. Yeah, they break yeah, into yeah. the prison ship. And yeah. who's the other? Who's the comedian with him? Bill Burr. 
Yes, that was such a funny thing. I was like, what the fuck is Bill Burr he, doing in this movie <laughs> or this, this show? He admittedly, which is funny, he admitted in an interview to, like, a few years ago to fucking hating Star Wars. Yeah. And they brought him on to be in That's it. so funny. And dude, he dude. said in a recent, I think he was on Joe Rogan or something, he mm. was uh, talking, he's like, yeah, I'm in Star Wars now and I went to Comic-Con and they're, like, everybody there's so fucking nice. Like, yeah, dude. Like, it's such a hus- He's like, I'm used to, like, Yankees fans telling me I'm a jackass. <laughs> if, you know, yeah. Until, well, just wait until the fan. I mean, hopefully the fans never turn on him, I guess. Yeah. Like, that's the other he thing. He said man. that like, his interactions with all of them were like, so have you, um, how the prosthetic arm thing work? Like, yeah, was, right. And they were that all was just, cool like, nice people. fuck, by the way. Yeah. Like, I would love to have, like, something like that if I was, you know, doing Didn't they say he was an shit. imperial marksman? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, not a stormtrooper. Not a, yeah, he was very adamant that he wasn't a stormtrooper. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of stormtroopers, the, the last episode, the, the, the stormtrooper with the fucking flamethrower. Who? Baby Yoda they, fucked him up. <laughs> he did, but that they built up that dude, like, so tough. That was intense. Like, he was like, he was, he was all like, looking, t- looking tough as a motherfucker. He just started <laughs> blasting the, the fucking building. Leonardo down. DiCaprio in one spot in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then, oh, shit. That's hot. Yeah, too yeah. hot. Baby Yoda fucked him up, dude. My, um... <laughs> that was just so funny. That... Because, like, they, it reminded me of, like, the moments in some of those, uh, like, The Force Awakens or whatever, yeah. where they have, like, a random soldier who's just, like, supposed to be really dude, badass. That, I will I say... Mean, in The Force Awakens, that guy was fucking, t- like, that, awesome. that dude was a badass. Yeah. <laughs> Traitor! <laughs> Traitor! That was a fight. Like, that was a great scene. Yeah, Only for that really dude cool. to very anticlimactically get shot with a bowcaster. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like, forget, he's just a stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah, the, um, yeah, exactly. He's destined to die. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> he, like, the, um, fuck, what was I, I going to go, where is I going to go with this? Ooh, Old Heart Radio. Yes, but, okay, so, I feel like uh, Moff Gideon is going to be the main, like, over, like, yeah. overall he's going to be the main villain for season two. Yeah. There's going to be some sort of confrontation between him and Mando at some point, or hopefully Mando ends up getting the Dark, the dark Saber. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I would, dude, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up bringing Boba Fett into this as oh, contracted, God, but yeah. then he ends up finding out that like Gideon is like a fraud Mandalore. Fair. Because he's not. He's very obviously not abiding by the traditions. Oh, absolutely not. And, and so, that... Yeah. that the Mandalorian is the actual the person who should be it. Yeah, dude, that would be cool. That would yeah. be such a twist too. Like you, what, you know, who, you want. We'd all pay. Gr- we would all throw money at the screen if we heard that Boba Fett was gonna grab the dark saber at some point. <sighs> like, people would lose their fucking minds. Yeah, dude, that'd be fucking incredible. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that though. Like that, that I can't wait for fall 2020. Yeah, you just gotta hold out till then. I will say, I never thought I would say this, but I, uh, I'm really hoping we see the the Kara girl again oh yeah Kara uh, ooh, I'm forgetting the actress I don't know the wrestler the wrestler girl yeah but she was actually pretty cool like, she was pretty fucking yeah. cool uh, they threw some cool stuff with, like they had to keep reminding her to cover up her tattoo because yeah, <laughs> well, she, yeah also she had a face tattoo yeah. of the <laughs> the rebel insignia just like <laughs> like a little tear looking thing they're like you're not gonna like everybody's gonna fuck do you catch this shoes from Alderaan yep yeah, yeah Which, that was a really cool, cool little touch. Exactly. Like, like, no wonder she's so pissed. One, it's one of those like really quick little things that you can like throw in. Adds to, breadth. Exactly. To the no, so it's just like a beautiful. It's beautifully done. Beautiful. Well done. <laughs> it makes me like we said going into this makes me so excited for where the Mandalorian is going to go and yeah. where the greater Star Wars property is going to go now that it doesn't have to be tied to the Skywalker stuff. Fair enough. 
We got like five more minutes on this, so cool. I want to talk about the Joker. Because have you seen it now? No. You haven't yet. Me and Martin Scorsese. <laughs> oh no, you and Martin, you and Martin are holding. Dude, out. I've been waiting. My my now my dad, he because he fucking loves like gangster films. Yeah. He's like, hey, I want to watch it with you, but we just haven't had a chance to. Fair enough, man. Well, you gotta get it. You gotta get around to it. So Martin Scorsese, Scorsese still hasn't seen it, but it's like it's. I keep thinking about it, and it's just like, ah, oh, man, I don't feel like that movie should have a sequel. Oh, and, yeah, and I've seen I the sequel I've, stuff, and all I've ever heard about it is like, eh, don't do it. Yeah, and I, I just want like I just want to bring it up from that perspective, at least, because it was just like, it's it's such an incredible piece of uh, just, mo- you know, movie, film. Yeah, I guess. art. Art. It's art. fucking art. <laughs> this is beautiful. But it's it's incredible, and, like, and it, it pulls you in all these different ways, uh, you know, emotionally, like, it makes you think, it just, it just, it really gets you, and, uh, but it's just, it doesn't, I, it's one of those properties I think they should just leave alone. I agree. But because of its success. It won't be. I feel like they're gonna, like, they're gonna push something else out. I hope that if they make a sequel, they give it the respect it deserves, yeah. based on, like, having not seen like, it. have you ever, like, uh, any, have you ever, like, watched, had, had that happen to, like, a, a movie, like, you Kingsman. Know, like, yeah, Kingsman. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. The the second, like the first Kingsman movie, it was it was a very like quintessentially like this is tailored towards a British audience. Fair. It wasn't a very like American friendly movie. Let's say, like it was definitely like not not a foreign what, what, film. What what would you say was like the like where they fall off though? Like after that, like was well, it I mean, just, like, like I feel like, like the second film was like oh we're gonna cram more of what. Oh yeah, people like this in the first one. Let's just rehash it in the second yeah, yeah, yeah. and throw more money at it and put like, oh like <laughs> fucking uh, why am I Obadiah Stane? Oh Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Jeff Bridges. Like, yeah, we're gonna fucking throw Jeff Bridges in it for a minute and a half. Halle Berry's gonna be in it for like five minutes. We're yeah. gonna put. They just wanted to flex like that they got. Budget we're gonna put. Um, around. we're gonna put. Why am I just forgetting names today? The Jesus. Mandalorian, man. The Mandalorian. The, 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 oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's gonna be in there and not do shit. It's like it's 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 interesting that like I yeah, was I, I, just, I, I left I, that movie like I was fine, but the first one was so good. Yeah, I just feel like they you know there's always that like that chance that I hate when like a movie does really well. Yeah. That they're just gonna fuck it over by yep. like by trying to push it too far. No, I mean, thank, it's like, it's like, like when they finally fucking put a put a uh, fucking nail in Spider Man's coffin when Sam Raimi was doing it. Yeah, and and they made they made Spider Man three. They felt like, it was ha- a studio like, mandate yeah. to have Venom in. They jammed. They forced all this shit into the story. I feel like it would have been a good movie if it was property. just Sandman. It's like Sandman in that film was a compelling character. Sandman was. Sandman was. I mean, God, dude. Like I that, think they should have kept out like Harry. I think they should have kept out the whole storyline with Harry. I feel like I, I don't think this fucking snowboard like, played. <laughs> I feel like the story with Harry could have worked if it just had more time to breathe. Yeah, or if it had like they didn't have to do it, all the Eddie Brock shit. It just didn't. Yeah, I, I just. And I guess I just like like Sand. There, there's a lot that was going on with them. And, and like Sandman, in it though, like I still stand by it. The uh, scene where he becomes Sandman is a fucking like moving scene. It's yeah. It, it definitely t- definitely pulls at you a little bit. Yeah, it definitely like, pulls at you. You immediately sympathize and understand that character yeah. in a in a in a very emotional way. Which is okay, and not to spoil much, but like that's that that's an interesting thing that like happens in Joker. 
Yeah. Like, you know going into it, the movie's called Joker, so you're going to learn, yeah, yeah. You're, you know, something's going to happen at some point that go, like, where, like, all of a sudden this person might have killed somebody. Yep. Uh, but you start the movie off on this note of, like, fuck, dude, I feel bad for this goddamn individual. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and in the way that Phillips goes about making you uh, experience that first and then experience other things secondary is so fucking interesting. Yeah. So... Yeah, uh, I just yeah again. I just don't think. Uh, I I feel like there's just like there's there's always that chance though, like where they they just want to they want to push the the popularity of characters or the popularity of a single franchise or a single yeah. standalone film, and turn it into something that just I don't know morphs it. Like, I feel like, like I feel like eventually there's gonna be a point though where audiences start reject audiences start rejecting that shit, mm. and. Like ah, you you can only churn and burn that sort of style so much. Of For like, sure. oh, people like this. We're gonna give them more. People yeah. want people like stuff, but they're not stupid anymore. I feel like you have to go through these periods of time where where you give people a lot of option almost in terms of like yeah. move, give me a, like going to the movies. You give yeah, them yeah. like you give them like really awesome single standalone films. Yep. Some of them that could be developed into properties. Some of them that some could of them are just, some of them are just that. You know, just that. Part. I mean, like, look at the first John Wick movie. Did yeah. that have to be a no, franchise? No, but, but it, it definitely deserved to be. Yeah, like, it got <laughs> developed in a very natural way that didn't it expanded the universe while giving people more of what they want. Absolutely. In a feasible, understandable way. And so I think it's it's just And I feel like those like, movies just haven't gone egregious. I feel yeah, like no, Joker... No, 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 they still st- they've still stayed within their form. Yeah, and like with, if Joker... I feel like Joker's a different story, yeah. but then the same rule applies. You have to broaden the scope of it without inherently breaking what made the first one great. Yeah, and I feel like if they tried to do that with that p- property in particular, they would have to involve the big B, the Batman, at some point oh, yeah. in that second, in that follow-up film. And that's not something that that you, I feel like you don't want to rely on that character. Not you know at all. What I mean, DC needs to get away, Warner Brothers needs to get away from relying on those big, like, characters yeah. and start, like, really focusing on telling good stories on other things, on yeah. other properties. And, like, I think you, once you once you watch that, like, I think you'll... I, By I, next week. Yeah. I, I promise. Think, I like, but, like, honestly, once you watch it, I think you'll, I think you'll agree, like, it, like it, I, it doesn't deserve a sequel. Doesn't I mean it, it? Doesn't need a sequel. Yeah, it no. deserves it, but it definitely doesn't need it. Yeah, from if, what I've heard. If like ideally you could pay, you can create like an, another dope ass fucking movie. Sure. Yeah. But like it, you know, it won't happen. It's one of the things of like Godfather, Godfather Two. It's like uh, twenty eight days late. Twenty eight days later. Twenty eight weeks later. Like yeah. Like twenty eight days later was such an awesome, unique horror movie. And yeah. Twenty eight weeks later, they turned it into an action movie. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I think Jeremy Renner was in it. It's like the Resident Evil movies. <laughs> well, kind of. Dude. Actually, that's kind of like. I mean, yeah. they just. I think the games are all just survival. Well, even the games. It's like they started off as like really fucking horrifying, like survival-based games with like really dense economy-based systems. Yeah. But then by like five, it's like, oh, this is an action game. Like I'm on top of a fucking train with an with a rocket fighting a zombie wolf yeah and it's like and then you like after you like you're kind of like you either in the middle of it or after you're done you're sort of like wait man this isn't what i this started. isn't what i started yeah. out with like, and there's there's a logical evolution like look at um, i mean there is like right behind you you have an alien poster yeah the second alien aliens well that's a, that's a, that's that's a, my prime example for that kind of shit too yeah aliens was an action horror movie alien yep. is a sci-fi horror movie exactly 
and but it works exactly and, and you can transition those but like certain things like like I think in that case like the 28 weeks it just like too they much gave, they gave up the horror you can't shove it down your throat you can't but we can shove this podcast down your throat so hey. there you go motherfuckers <laughs> there it is get fucked this has been another episode of matinee edition hey. I'm Jared this is Lucas Have cheers my friend hey, cheers take it